What's up? Every <laughs> I'm going to start that again. I start with the squeak here. What's up, everybody? <laughs> this is Tanner from TamanBaseballFan.com. Um, <clears throat> what a great way to start this. Um, so I'll tell you what. Um, it is uh, this last weekend um, actually marked, or this last week earlier, I think it has marked the five-year anniversary of when I actually went to uh, Ken Seiko's house. And uh, so I, I figured it would probably be like a really good time for me to actually like literally tell you uh, my uh, side of the story as far as how everything happened. And, you know, you may or may not have, uh, you know, written, uh, heard my article or read my article uh, that, that I wrote for my website, for the forums, for Beckett Magazine, you may or may not have heard of me talk about it on various you know podcasts that people have interviewed me on, um, or <laughs> you may not have even heard that I've ever uh, met Kenseiko before. And uh, you know, it's kind of I don't want to say it's by design, but I, I will say this: I I try not to talk about it a whole lot because um, I don't want it to be like a you know one hit wonder si uh, situation where that's the only thing I've known for. Um, and uh, I will say this, no doubt it was the best thing, the highlight of my entire uh, collecting quote-unquote career, I guess you could say. But with that said, it's only a small sliver of the pie. Uh, very significant sliver, um, <laughs> for sure. But, uh, you know, I try not to uh, talk about a whole lot. And so... As a result, I think it's worked because uh, over the years I've uh, uh, talked to many people and uh, they go, wait, what? You did what? I don't understand. So, um, you know, when it comes to being interviewed about this sort of thing, um, I get, you know, not too terribly long. I, I, I basically just answer questions. So I wanted to use this time to kind of uh, talk about in my own words, uh, unfiltered, no guidance whatsoever, just me and you, kind of just talking, and, uh, you know, kind of tell you my story of how everything came about, and, uh, you know, maybe this will get the gears turning in your head to do the same thing. Gosh, guys, it might even be something that you might want to reach out to Jose Canseco for, um, to do. I don't know. I would recommend it, uh, for sure, but, uh, you know, as we go forward, what I would like to ask of you is to completely remove everything out of your head of what you know about my story. Um, and that way you and I together can hopefully kind of relive this thing and hopefully you can be in my shoes as I'm telling this. So um, I'll start kind of at the beginning um, whenever uh, I was a kid. I don't know exactly what it was that, uh, you know, made me so enamored by this man. Jose Canseco, the best player on the planet, the most captivating. Um, and that's certainly true for a time. You know, I'm not saying that he was the best player ever or anything like that. Uh, but there was a, certainly a time uh, that he was the absolute best player in the absolute best sport uh, of uh, in our, you know, on our planet. So uh, I don't know what it was, but loved watching him swing, loved watching him hit home runs. Uh, one of the questions I'm, I always get is like, okay, Tanner, <laughs> why Jose Canseco? Why, why is he your favorite player? Why do you collect him? 
And for years, when I came back to the hobby, asking guys at card shows, do you have any Conseco cards? Like some people would say, what, what, why do you collect that guy? You know, what, what are you talking about? Like, is he, isn't he the guy that wrote that book? And, you know, I mean, he's, he's not very liked. And, um, interestingly enough, he's, uh, become liked a whole lot more recently, which I think is, uh, is due him. And I think it's good. Um, but, uh, I've had to endure that for a while. So I feel like I kind of have, uh, my answer down to, uh, to a science whenever I, I can answer just, you know, telling people, uh, you know, he was the best. He was just absolutely the best when I was growing up. And, uh, when it came time for him to come up to bat, uh, during an A's game, everybody stopped what they were doing and watched because the, the way that he just kind of went up there and was getting ready for the pitch, like he would, uh, swagger his bat like it was a toothpick like it was nothing and um you see these guys out there um will clark and ken griffey jr come to mind beautiful swings uh, it, it's a it's a symphony whenever they whenever they swing right they're just it, it, it flows beautifully it's so smooth so natural uh when jose swung <laughs> that wasn't it it wasn't a symphony it was uh it was heavy metal, baby. It was, uh, it was, you know, it was violent. You know, he he swung violently. Where, if you watch him now, uh, if I watch him now, my back hurts if he misses the ball. <laughs> you know, um, and uh, you know, sure enough, he's had several back issues during his career. Um, but guys, like his swing, like everybody loved watching him because he didn't just hit home runs. Um, he he hit moonshots like all the time. He was like a superhero, and uh, it was so fun to watch him. And that's uh, you know okay. So he didn't compile the numbers to become a Hall of Famer, and uh, because of steroid stuff, he probably wouldn't have made it anyways. Because uh, you know, look, Bonds, McGuire, Clemens, all of them didn't make it either. Um, but but to me, he was the most exciting player uh, to ever play. And uh, whenever I watched him, and uh, man, <laughs> I was just so excited to see him play. And I, I've said this a few times. Um, I remember when my mom woke me up one one fateful morning in August, I believe, of 1992, and she told me that Kinsake was traded to the Rangers, and I cried. <laughs> I was so upset. I was so upset. I was 12 years old at the time, and oh no! And you know, how do you reconcile having your favorite player not playing on your favorite team anymore? And yeah, it was just a, you know, just a rough time. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so uh, I'm I'm going to go ahead and uh, skip through the other, you know, <laughs> 30 years or whatever it was um, to kind of fast forward to uh, to our story here. But I did want to give you a little bit of a of a background of why Jose, you know, why is it? Well, um, that question has come from, has gone from being like a, you know, confused question to like a, a truthfully inquisitive one of people that are asking now, because, uh, there are a lot more people that are fans of him now that are coming back, which, uh, I'm super happy to see, by the way. Um, you know, I, I think there's a, a little bit of a lull there. Uh, for him after the book, uh, you know, and just, but you know, time heals all and, and people 
are uh, remembering his playing days, which I think is what is most important. Um, and, uh, you know, gosh, it's uh, what, what, a, what a career he had, you know, and uh, he uh, retired, I believe, at 37. So he had a lot more in the tank. But anyways, I am trying, I'm uh, going down another rabbit, rabbit trail. Uh, I will uh, I will go ahead and skip to uh, uh, kind of how this trip happened and why it did, the who, what, when, where, why, and how of this whole situation. Um, if you follow me online, you'll see that uh, over the years I've done several uh, red paper clip games, I guess you could call them. Um, if you're not familiar with the red paper clip story, it's that somebody... Uh, took a red paper clip and found somebody to trade and he traded a spoon or something like that for it. And he took that spoon and traded it for something else and continued trading up and up and up until he got a house. So I did that with baseball, with baseball cards and I thought it was kind of fun um, to do and I started off with a uh, you know, complete 7 1989 Fleer. It was like a $10 set or something that my friend's dad gave me and uh, uh, I traded that up and up and up until I got a uh, a 1999 Topps traded Josh Hamilton autograph rookie, which at the time was like $250. And it was rewarding, it was fun, it was, uh, it was very engaging, and it also allowed people to kind of join in on my story, and uh, you know they were more willing to help. So as I did a few more of these, um, the end payout, so to speak, was like uh, greater and greater. And so the last one that I did, I was in the middle, I was kind of wondering what I should do, and uh, I remember driving home from a baseball card show, and thinking, what can I do to make this uh, flip quest, like, big? So I go, huh, I know what I can do. I can um, make the end game a uh, signing session of uh, getting my uh, all of my cards, my customs, and everything uh, signed by Kinseiko. That would be fun. I would love it. It'd be great to be able to write about and show pictures and, and all that. So I didn't know if that was going to happen at a card show or what was going to happen. But I figured, you know what? The the number one thing I could do is to just reach out and ask. And so that's what I would kind of recommend you all do, by the way. No matter what goal that you have out there is to just start. You know, so the, the, start, the starting point for me was to uh, figure out who Jose's manager was. And reach out to him and ask him. Say, hey, what's the pricing? Let's let's investigate this a little bit. So he gave me some quotes, and you know they were like way higher than I was expecting. Um, but it was for a lot more than I needed. Like it was for over 500 autographs. I don't remember the, the exact price, but like it was a way more than I would ever need. You know, for just me. Uh, if I were a show promoter, that's one thing. But it's like literally just me. So. Uh, I asked if there was like a quote-unquote light version and we went back and forth and you know come to find out we were able to uh, uh, come to some sort of like a uh, bit of a pseudo agreement I guess you could say and man I was, I was excited he said you know um, Jose is actually gonna be coming to Texas and oh man you know so it seemed like it was just like all lining up perfectly and so his manager and I go back and forth over and over again and uh come to find out like it falls through like oh man that would have been perfect and he's like well wait a few more months something else will come up so we do this for months and months and months something possibly happens and then it falls through 
uh, promoter cancels or, you know, something, just something happens and it doesn't work out. And so, you know, kind of frustrating. But then uh, I get a, an email from the manager and his manager says, hey, uh, Jose is going to be doing some sort of like a home run tour or something. And uh, it's going to be in Texas. So uh, you and your son can actually go there to meet him to get your autographs of your cards or whatever you want to get signed. And you and your son can go in the outfield and shag fly balls. And I go, oh my gosh. I was just like through the roof excited about this. Like being with my son in the outfield, uh, shagging fly balls, uh, hit by like my baseball hero. Like it doesn't get any better than that. So I'm like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, okay, excellent, perfect, perfect. And so he goes, uh, okay, well, it, it's it's a done deal. Let's uh, let's do this. So I, I don't remember if it was like a month or two down the road or what, but it was a little ways down down the road. So I, I write just to check in a week before. Like, hey, just want to check in and make sure we're still on and get the details. He writes back and says, sorry, it's canceled. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so I'm very, uh, it's very demoralizing, <laughs> you know, when you're trying to, you know, figure out how to, how to meet your, your childhood baseball hero and, uh, and it just keeps, you know, falling through. There's no, you know, no end in sight. So I all but gave up at that point because I just think it's not going to work. So I made plans to uh, pack up all of my customs and uh, send them up north to the baseball card show he was going to be at. So that way my customs could at least be signed. I mean, you know, there's no other no other way around it. I just didn't want my uh, cards to not get signed. I mean, I was making them so he could sign them. So uh, as I was packing them up, so, you know, I'm going to just check with the manager one more time. And he wrote back fairly quickly. He said, don't send your cards. Wait. I'm like, oh, so there's a possibility of this, huh? Okay. So Holly uh, comes in, you know, my wife uh, comes in and says, uh, you know, what do you think about asking his manager about us driving to him? I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, it's like 2,000 miles away. You know, that's, that's crazy. I started thinking... Huh, maybe that's not such a bad idea. <laughs> so I reach out and uh, his manager said, yeah, let's do Okay, that's, that works. Okay, so I don't want to say I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm just more cautious at this point. <laughs> and uh, so he gives me a date. And so that time comes. A week beforehand, I reach out again because, you know, guys, like, <laughs> the plans cancel so quickly. Like, if you have a superstar like that, they're... You know, they're doing all kinds of different things. And, you know, if, uh, if a signing promotion comes up for him, guess what? You know, he's probably not going to wait for, like, uh, little me and, and say, oh, no, Tanner wants a, you know, wants me to sign stuff for him. No, I, you know, he'll probably reschedule or cancel or something. Um, so I wrote and, you know, he, he uh, wrote back pretty quickly and said, yep, it's still a go. Um, I will let you know where to meet him like oh my gosh and so guys like it almost felt like I was at uh, the end of a video game and and I'm, I'm going up against this like big bad boss guy and I just can never seem to defeat him and uh, you have to keep trying over and over and over and over again 
And I feel like I was just there at the precipice and almost, almost, almost. And uh, so I was excited, like, man, I've never gotten this far before. I've never gotten within a week of making a plan and it's actually happening. So, uh, and let, me, let me back up also. I'll tell you what's, what had been happening all these months, okay? Like, I was gathering uh, jerseys and hats and uh, cleats, gloves, batting gloves, all kinds of things. Uh, the reason why it was not just to have him sign them, but also for him to wear them. And this might sound a little foreign to people, especially if you don't know I'm a custom card maker. Um, my whole reasoning for doing all this was to cut them up after he wore them. So that way I could have my own player worn custom patch cards. And <laughs> it's kind of funny. I, I tell people this from time to time, like during this whole time, like I remember watching baseball games and everything on TV and just watching the baseball players is almost like they were wearing this beautiful patch material for cards. Like, I'm a sucker for a jumbo patch. And uh, <laughs> I was thinking, oh, could you imagine if I had, like, jerseys of every single team he's ever played on? And I could create my own cards that have patches that are actually worn by him. And, uh, you know, because he doesn't have, like, I'll tell you this, back then he only had, like, a few Devil Rays patch, patch cards and everything else was uh, A's patch cards. There's no like uh, Rangers or Red Sox or White Sox. There might be a few White Sox. I don't, I don't remember. I don't think so. Um, Yankees and uh, no Blue Jays. None of this. I mean, there's just none out there. So to have like a quote unquote inventory at my disposal that nobody else has, you know, of jerseys that can take a war that can create cards of man that was something i'll say this you know for me personally um i went back and forth on this myself um about you know player worn versus game used it's obviously much better if you have game used cards um for sure now all the card companies do player worn stuff from time to time also but i would you know much prefer game worn but obviously this is a uh, special uh, situation here for me when it comes to uh, Kinseiko stuff. So the player warrant is almost better for me just because of, you know, what was about to happen here, what I'm about to tell you about. So, um, you know, another thing I did was uh, as I was waiting uh, for the green light is I was working up all kinds of little inscriptions for signatures and trying to figure out like what pen you know, what marker uh, to use for signatures on what pieces, uh, like if it'd be, uh, uh, you know, bat piece would have like a red ink inscription of, you know, 88 World Series Grand Slam with the date on it or, you know, a silver, uh, silver marker on uh, another bat piece or something that says the chemist or, you know, it's so like I spent countless hours trying to figure out what I wanted to say, what I wanted to have him say and inscribe on all these things. So, uh, but you know, it's, it's kind of frustrating because uh, all of this stuff is like just pie in the sky. Like who gets to meet their, their hero like this other than just paying to be in a line and talking to them for 30 seconds 
at a card show or something, you know. And um, I realized it was a very big ask to have him wear things as well. But I wanted to be prepared, you know, and I wanted to try, especially since I make my own cards. Um, I wanted to have all this. So, like, the thing that kept me up at night for months, like, <laughs> for months was having a closet full of uh, player-worn jerseys and, and cleats and, and fielding gloves, batting gloves, hats, all that stuff. I mean, that was just, that would just be incredible to have to, at my disposal to create whatever type of card I wanted with whatever type of material. And uh, that's kind of what kept going on in my head. Um, <laughs> kind of stuff that would like keep uh, card company afloat of Jose material for like years, you know, <laughs> as far as patch material goes and everything. So, uh, it was, uh, the, the prospect of it was nothing short of exciting. Um, and you know, I just had to, I had to buy the stuff in anticipation of, of it just in case it worked out. And so I did, um, it took, you know, a good amount of money, it took a lot of time. To, to get the right jerseys, the right hats, make sure they're the right sizes and uh, so on and so forth. And uh, yeah, it, 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 was, it was a huge undertaking. I also uh, took a game use bat and I uh, found somebody in Louisiana that would be willing to cut it up for me. So I did that and I wrote like a three page document on how I wanted the pieces to be sliced. And it was kind of fun to kind of put on the card manufacturer's cap on for a little bit just to kind of see what they might go through. And man, it was like, <laughs> it was not easy, guys. It was not easy. There was like a lot of uh, figuring to do. Like, okay, so the the bat knobs, I, I, need, I need the bat knob to, you know, be sliced into three or four pieces or whatever it was. And, and they need to be inside of an eighth of an inch thick and then uh for the nameplate i need uh that to be sliced by uh uh you know quarter of an inch thick with uh you know it's three inches wide and two inches tall and you know so i had to do that throughout the entire bat <laughs> and uh, it was tough but the guy that did it he did a great job uh which is fantastic because the guy before me uh tried uh you know uh, that, I, that i reached out to do it I gave him a, a test a Little League Mark McGuire bat, and he stole it. So, <laughs> so I'm glad I didn't give him my gamer of Canseco. But anyway, uh, so I have, uh, you know, with me at this point, all of his jerseys, all of his hats, all of his, you know, everything, like including a, a cut-up game-used uh, bat. And I'm just waiting and hoping and praying that this works out. And so... Uh, the last week, you know, because he, the manager told me, okay, um, you know, a week before we were about to go out uh, to, uh, to meet him in, in Vegas, um, I had a lot to do. I had a huge uh, thing to just get ready, everything like, okay, here's what I need uh, this piece to be signed with and so on and so forth. And so I had a big document for that, but I also um, made like these templates over uh, that I put over the bat pieces that actually wrote out, spelled out what he was supposed to say. Um, like, for instance, there's a, a Simpsons custom card they made of his that uh, I wanted to have him sign, you know, uh, to Mrs. Krabappel, uh Jose Canseco or something. 
And, you know, there's an inside joke there uh, that, well, I don't know how inside it is, but, you know, I mean, <laughs> his uh, wife at the time, Jose's wife, Esther, uh, objected on the 11th hour when Jose was in The Simpsons, uh, uh, the episode Homer at the Bat. Um, she did not want Jose and Mrs. Krabappel to have this torrid love affair um, on the show. Okay, I understand, you know, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so the, the script had to be rewritten for Jose. Um, and so I thought, you know, it'd be kind of a fun thing to have a baseball card of him as a, as he looked on the Simpsons and said, you know, to Mrs. Krabappel. Uh, and so little things like that, things that you'll never see anywhere else. And, uh, just like a little, so I, I put a lot of thought into this. And so my, uh, anxiety was kind of, uh, uh, getting a little, little, little greater each day as each day came closer to the time we were supposed to leave because I still didn't know where we were supposed to meet him or even if it really was going to work out. So, uh, you know, the day gets here where we're supposed to leave. And so I reach out to his manager again. Hey, just wanted to check in, make sure we're still on and, uh, you know, make sure everything's still good to go. And, uh, also <laughs> where do we go? <laughs> Where's the address? So he writes back, he goes, yes, we're still good to go. I'm like, yes. Oh, I can't believe it. We're about to leave. Uh, like we literally just have to pack up the car and drive out and, uh, 2000 miles, but we still don't know where we're going. <laughs> he said, I'll let you know later. So that's kind of, kind of a little, a little concerning. So we, uh, we get in the car and we drive. And so there's, Oh, I don't know, 20 plus hours of driving. And so we made a, a big trip out of this. We saw the, you know, the white sands in New Mexico. We, uh, you know, went to the beach. We did all kinds of things. I think we, uh, I think we went to Legoland while we were out there in California because we went a little further in California. We did all kinds of stuff. We just made it like a super fun family vacation. It wasn't just about, you know, meeting up with Jose somewhere. Yeah, so, but because of that, you know, you've got 15, 20 plus hours of driving. And what do you do when you drive? You think. And so for me, I was thinking a heck of a lot of the things that possibly could go wrong or what might actually happen. And so uh, for me, I'm thinking, well, I remember a lot of stories that people said when he was uh, in his twenties, um, which, you know, another lifetime ago, I understand of how they didn't get quite a good feel for him, uh, how, or a good experience with him. And so I was thinking, man, I'm about to go face to face with my, uh, my favorite baseball player ever and my childhood hero for crying out loud. Uh, like that could be kind of devastating. Like, what if he's just a jerk to me? Worse, what if he's a jerk to my family? Like, that'd be horrible. And furthermore, what's going to happen? Are we going to, you know, meet after a card show and he's going to have his shades on and not say much to us? Or, you know, like, I don't understand how this is going to work. So uh, I'm excited and thankful we're going, but I'm also a little bit nervous about the whole situation because I don't really know how it's going to, how it's going to go. And again, after 15 plus hours or so uh, of driving, we just didn't know uh, where to go. 
Like, we just had no clue. <laughs> so, could we possibly never hear from the manager again? Or is it possible that uh, Jose has some emergency thing that he has to go to and it doesn't work out? And I took my family on this vacation, which still would have been fun. But man, wouldn't that be a bummer you know, to not be able to see Jose? The whole reason why we're going to begin with. And uh, <laughs> so, I remember we're driving day two. We had like a huge driving day uh, behind us already. And uh, we were caught in like this massive hailstorm where like literally y'all like I thought and Holly thought that we were in big trouble. Like <laughs> there was hail hitting our car that it sounded like uh, the windshield was going to crack. It was, it was crazy. And then it stopped, you know, and so we... Uh, Obviously got a lot of prayer time in at that point and <laughs> a little worried, but we got through it. And, uh, and so, uh, but still we're, we're 15 plus hours away from home and we still haven't heard anything. And so, uh, so I remember we're driving and, uh, you know, it's Holly's turn to drive. So she's driving and then I get a notification on my phone. It's the manager and like, <laughs> okay, this could be really bad, you know, <laughs> this could be really bad, guys, like, you, you open up the email, what is he going to say, and uh, so, uh, he said, okay, Jose um, is ready for you tomorrow, or whatever it was, or the next day, um, and uh, he would like for you to come over to his house, here's the address, be there at 12, and I started laughing. <laughs> I started laughing uncontrollably. And Holly goes, what are you laughing about? <laughs> what is going on? And I just read out loud the address. And she goes, that is not his address. And I go, yes, it is. We are going to Jose Canseco's house. And she's like, oh, my gosh. And so we're going crazy in the car. And. Yeah, so exciting. Um, we're like super excited about all this. So, uh, I feel like we're not necessarily driving anymore as much as we are floating. And, uh, you know, super pumped about it. And cannot believe that that's how it happened. And so, uh, I mean, you know, so of course, I'm kind of a, a worrier in a lot of things. So, I start thinking, well okay, so how's this going to happen? Like, is he just going to have us in his garage and we're all going to be sweating and he's going to still have his earbuds in and shades on and, you know, uh, sign the, sign everything and say, get off my lawn or what? You know, I, just, I didn't know. But I was a little worried about it. And so, anyways, we, uh, we keep driving and, you know, gosh, we got a hotel, awful hotel. It's, but look, that's what we do. That's how we, that's how we roll when it comes to vacation. We just like my family just never gets a, a really good hotel. The, the best stories are in the cheapest hotels. I tell you, <laughs> we've, uh, we've run into a lot of crazy things, but anyway, so obviously I didn't get a whole lot of sleep that night. And, uh, uh, I go, Oh my gosh. And I keep thinking, I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, I can't believe this. 18 hours from now, I'm going to be uh, in Jose Canseco's house. And I just couldn't shake it. And so I wake up, 
we go get breakfast. So excited. And then I get a message from the manager again. I'm like, oh, oh no. <laughs> What's going to happen now? And so he said, can you make it 1130 instead of 12? Uh, there's some things that are happening or something like that. I go, and I write him back like, well, yeah, I mean, we're like, <laughs> I can't make it really 1130. We're a half hour away and uh, we haven't even checked out yet. And uh, he said, okay, well, get there as fast as you can. Please hurry. I go, oh, no. It sounded like, you know, Jose was just like in this big hurry and just uh, wanted to rush through this. And so kind of sucked all the joy out of uh, this momentarily um, because I didn't know what was going on. I was, I was legitimately concerned. Um, you know, I was thinking, man, maybe he's in a horrible mood or, you know what? I just don't know. So we, uh, pack up everything as much as we can. Got this huge tote of things like the, uh, the jerseys, the hats and all this stuff. And we bring the tote and we, uh, we hurry out and, you know, thankfully find the, find the house and, uh, you know, gosh, we park in front of the house and we're, we're just kind of sitting there for a second. Oh my gosh, we are parked in front of Jose Canseco's house. <laughs> and so, uh, very, very surreal. All of the, uh, anxiety kind of melts away just because I'm kind of stunned where we are. And remember we walk up to the house and I knocked on the door and I looked back at Holly and just had this look at each other like, I knocked on Jose Canseco's door. <laughs> His uh, fiance at the time uh, opened up the door. And, you know, I've got this big tote that I'm carrying and Holly and Atticus are, are with me and everything and said, hi there, we're here to see Jose and have him sign them some things. And uh, she says, sure, come on in, come into the kitchen. And so... Like, oh my gosh, I am like crossing the threshold into the house, right? <laughs> and uh, so I do this and I see Jose, he's like in a tank top and shorts and he's sitting at his kitchen table and, uh, you know, he's like, yeah, I just put the tote there and everything. And Hey guys, how's it going? And he's like telling all of us the stories like, yeah, I was out mowing the lawn just now and, you know, a bird pooped on me, uh, and he started laughing about it and we're all laughing. I'm just like, I, I'm still, I'm still kind of shell shocked at this point, y'all, because like, uh, <laughs> this guy that I've watched on television for decades just told me that he was mowing his lawn and a bird poop, uh, bird pooped on him. And, uh, <laughs> like how crazy I, I just, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't imagine. So he gets on a baseball game and, uh, you know, so I start pulling out the things, uh, from his sign and, and so, I tell him that there's some instructions on some of these pieces and do that. And so, uh, I end up, uh, just being super nervous. Right. So I pull out like one of my pieces and, uh, I have him sign it and it's the wrong pen and it runs like horribly. I go, Oh no, it's the wrong one. I go, Jose, I'm really sorry. Uh, is there a way I could use your sink? He's like, yeah, no, go ahead. And so, uh, so I, I use the sink and that's right. That's when he turns on the game. Um, he turns on the game after. So I'm at Jose's kitchen sink and I'm feverishly trying to wipe off this, uh, this signature. 
<laughs> on this uh, on this custom, thinking, what am I doing? This is crazy. I can't believe I'm doing this. So, uh, anyways, I end up start uh, uh, bringing out everything else from the um, uh, from the bin, and uh, he starts signing away and you know commenting on a few of them, and you know here and there, and uh, he ends up. Uh, uh, you know, I told him, I said, you know, I have some things here. If you don't mind uh, trying them on, that'd be great. I would appreciate it. He goes, yeah, no problem. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, this is great. So he, uh, I said, okay, so here's some cleats. I looked up your uh, shoe size and uh, so you're 13. And so here they are. He goes, something interesting um, is I actually have bigger feet now. You know, what do you mean? He goes, well, ever since I turned 40, I think is what he said, like my feet grew. So I'm actually a size 14 now. So he puts his feet in and he's sitting down and he's doing this little tap dance routine <laughs> with these cleats that I brought him. And uh, so funny, like we're, we're laughing and everything. Atticus comes up and I was like, Hey, Atticus, show Jose your feet. Cause they're huge, you know, and Atticus now is like close to six foot six. And, uh, you know, so he, he caught up to his feet and then some, that's for sure. And, uh, and so uh, Jose goes, wow, you're going to be tall. And, uh, you know, Atticus says, yeah, that or I just have hobbit feet or I'm going to be a hobbit or something like that. And, you know, it kid cracks me up, man. So anyways, it was, it was great. And so uh, pull out the hats and he's asking, you know, where do you want me to sign on the hats? I go, you know, I, I actually would just rather you, you wear them. And he's like, okay. And so he puts on one right after the other, starts talking about the teams that he's on and everything and uh and just it was just amazing it was just really really cool so i pull out the gloves and so what i did was I actually brought i think uh two or three gloves and uh the reason why is because uh, i was concerned because uh during this whole time i was waiting on this trip to actually happen is when jose shot his finger off so i didn't know if he was even going to be able to try on a fielding glove, but he was able to, and uh, he he pulls out one of the gloves of mine, and he goes, "Man, this is a really good glove. I just bought it off eBay, guys. I mean, it was nothing like nothing like super exciting or whatever." But he starts pounding his fist in it, and he goes, "Man, this is just a really good glove." He goes, "Ah, uh, huh? Maybe a little small." He goes, "Huh." Uh, I might be able to trade you gloves. I'm like, what? And uh, he goes, yeah, I think it's small though. I go, well, gosh, I mean, you don't need to trade anything. Uh, you can just have it. <laughs> you know, I was just, uh, I was just amazed that he really liked it. And he goes, he sits there for a second. He goes, hang on, hops up, goes into another room, comes out with a glove. He goes, so this is a glove that I use now that I use in games. And uh, so I will trade you, uh, your glove for this one. I go, Oh my gosh. So I say, absolutely. I would love to, again, you don't have to give it to me, but I would be over the moon excited about it. So he, uh, he does the trade and he said, um, okay, I'll tell you what, let me inscribe this for you. He goes, Hey, give me that pen right there. That that thin point uh, silver sharpie, if I remember correctly. I go, okay, sure. He goes, all right. And he just writes, you know, like a game used, 
pitcher in third base getting used or something. 2015, I think it was. Jose Canseco and, you know, some other things also. And go, oh, man, I cannot believe that he did this for me. Like, how nice. Like, this is supposed to be, uh, by the way, keep in mind, guys, like, just a signing session. Like, there are, like, 162 things he's supposed to sign. That was it. There was nothing else that was supposed to come along with this. And, uh, man, it was just, just amazing. So, uh, after that, I'm, I'm trying to go by memory, guys. So, uh, I did I did reread, like, or at least skim my article uh, to kind of jog my memory on this a little bit. Um, because, like I said, it's been five years, and I've got terrible memory. Um, but, so, I... Uh, uh, after that, if I remember correctly, he goes, okay, let's go in the backyard. Uh, you know, I'll try on the jerseys for you there and you can even take pictures. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Jose, let's do this. So, oh, and, and by the way, I want to back up a little bit. Uh, beforehand, before I was driving, uh, before I, was, I left, I actually uh, made some playing cards of him. And I put uh, my face on the back of the cards and uh, you know, he said, uh, you know, I was thinking, well, I know he likes playing cards. I don't know if he'll appreciate these or not, but I'm going to go ahead and, and make them and give them to him. So I decided to go ahead and do it. And I, I give them to him. I was like, hey, by the way, Jose, these are for you. And he opens them up. He goes, are you serious? Oh, my gosh. These are amazing. And he calls his fiance at the time over. He's like, hey, come over. Take a look at these. She's like, oh, these are incredible. And so he's like, okay, very nice. Thank you. And he turns them over. He goes, ha. And it says Tanner on the back. And I go, yep. <laughs> so I don't know why. It's funny to me because uh, I was just so happy to hear him say my name. Uh, it's like when I heard my uh, favorite baseball card dealer as a kid say my name for the first time. Like he actually knows who I am. <laughs> it was just thrilling, you know. But uh Anyway, so uh, we go in the backyard, and um, Holly and Atticus are able to feed their animals. They've got some tortoises and other things out there, and so they're having a good time. And Holly starts uh, taking pictures of Jose with the with all of the jerseys on and everything, um, and it's just so <laughs> so crazy. It's just so crazy that this has happened. So uh, he tries them all on. And when we come back in, um, I say, okay, I, I would like for you to, if you don't mind, sign every letter on the back of each jersey. And the reasoning, of course, was because I wanted to do my own uh, letter patch cards. And do like maybe a set, which I ended up doing later, of uh, every single team he was on uh, with a letter from each name. Uh, C for the A's, A for the Rangers, N for the Red Sox, so on and so forth. And it works out perfectly that way. Um, and, uh, you know, so that way I can have my own, my own set of player worn, uh, signed, uh, letter patch cards. And he goes, okay, sure. And there's a few that I forgot about. And I think there were probably, oh, 20 or 30 more signatures that I wanted, but I didn't pay for. And I go, I told him, I said, you know, Jose, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> if you have time. Um, I would love for you to sign about 20 or 30 more things and uh, you know, I'd be happy to pay you more. I think it was like, I think it came out to be like 10 bucks a signature or something like that. I don't, I don't remember. Um, but uh, 
You know, I said, I'd be happy to pay you for him. I just thought I'd love to get you signed. He goes, no, don't worry about it. Just bring him over here. Let's sign him. You know, are you, are you sure? Because like, I really want to pay you uh, for your time on this. He goes, no, 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 don't worry about it at all. And so like, he could have, um, like, you know, given me like taken, you know, hundreds of dollars more <laughs> from me, but he didn't, he refused it. He literally refused it. And I said, no, 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 I'll happily uh, sign all this stuff for you. Okay. <laughs> so he signs them all. And then, uh, he goes, tell you what, um, uh, come on upstairs here. Uh, after, you know, he was signing everything. Went, oh, okay. <laughs> and guys, I want to let y'all know, like, I'm, I tr I'm trying to be like extremely respectful of his time. And so I was more than, uh, ready, uh, to accept that this is going to be 20, 30 minutes him signing a few minutes of banter and then leave. But at this point he signed everything and he wore everything and he's having me come upstairs with him. And I go, Oh my gosh. And so he brings me up and there's this beautiful poker table and that, uh, you know, he pulls out the cards I gave him. He's like, all right, let's play some cards. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so we started playing cards and, uh, you know, so I'm thinking that's the end of it. And, you know, after, after a few hands, I'm like, I can't believe I played cards with Jose Canseco. It's amazing. And so, uh, I go, Oh man, one thing I forgot. I forgot. Why, how would I forget this? Let me, you know, Jose, can we take a picture of us doing the bash? You know, like I would have totally been bummed if that didn't happen. He goes, yeah, sure. So I get in position and he goes, uh, you know, no, 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 no. Your, your arm is wrong. You need to do this. So he positions my arm properly. And, uh, and so we get the just grace picture every, you know, and, uh, <laughs> can't believe it. I just can't believe it. So come back downstairs. I'm about ready to leave. And he goes, huh? So, you know, my dad actually made me a DVD of all of my home runs. And, uh, if you'd like to see him, I'll show you. Oh well, yeah. So he's trying to play it in what he has. He's like, I don't think this plays DVDs. I said, well, I've got a computer. I've got a laptop in my, uh, uh, my car. Do you want me to get it? He's like, yeah, go get your laptop. Let's, let's watch this. So, okay. So come out and get the laptop out and, uh, we fire it up and, you know, there you go. I see Jose, uh, hitting home runs, home run after home run. And, uh, Jose is narrating the home runs for me. And for my, for my family, you see this one here, this actually went this far and, uh, you know, this is kind of bad I use and so on and so forth. And, you know, just, it's just incredible. And, uh, by the way, before this, you know, he, he's pulling out some muffins. He's like, Hey, do you guys want some muffins? I'm like, Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so we're standing around his kitchen eating muffins and talking. And, uh, you know, he even was telling me about how he would prepare, uh, gloves for his games and, how he'd put like a glove in a microwave and uh, set it for you know certain time and do this that and the other and you know there's a lot of uh, a lot of fun conversation that happened uh, all in between this as well and so uh, I mean it was just it was amazing so after all that he goes well I'll tell you what you guys um, you know why don't I give you why don't you take all these muffins with you I'm like <laughs> okay sure so. Uh, you know, so we take all the muffins and we're packing up everything. And so I remember, uh, wanting to get out of there as quickly as possible, uh, because he's been so generous with his time 
and I didn't want to overstay my bounds. And I knew that we were there for you know a few hours already as it was. But I remember looking at his kitchen and my stuff was like all over the place, like all over his countertops, all over his table. And you know, I, I didn't know how to exactly put everything back in. <laughs> so I, uh, I tried my hardest to get everything back in and I did. And, and uh, you know, we uh, walked out and said, you know, hey, look, thank you so much. This is, this is amazing. And guys, I know like I'm probably missing uh, portions of this that after I'm done recording this, I'm going to be like, oh man, I forgot to tell him this, this, and this, uh, because it was just like an amazing time. But anyway, so from what I remember right now, anyway, uh, that's kind of how it went. And so we walked out and <laughs> we're about to get in the car and Holly goes, oh no. I go, what? She goes, I left my phone and our keys upstairs in their, uh, on their pool table go, oh no and so I was like well so I sheepishly kind of go back up and knock on the door and Jose answers the door he's like yeah I am sorry Holly left our keys and her phone upstairs and goes oh come on in go ahead and go upstairs and go get it so I'm able to you know run upstairs and grab it and uh you know come back down and I shake both their hands and say thank you so much for you know just uh Lions come over and everything goes, they go, oh yeah, no, it was nice meeting you and uh, and everything and you know, we'll see you later and all that. So <laughs> it was a fantastic time. So we come out and I just remember like, after I stuffed my face full of the other cupcakes, uh, <laughs> going like, my gosh, that was an amazing, amazing time. And so uh, I, f- I remember driving back where there are a few times that uh, some weather hit us really badly like and I remember thinking oh no uh this tub is going to be flooded like so first of all I was thinking of the tub as like you know some treasure chest at this point of like everything that you know I I ever dreamed about having was in this tub at this point like there were you know close to 200 things that were signed by Canseco in front of me and that were worn by Canseco in front of me that pictures of man you know like just so exciting to me and and so I remember thinking I gotta protect this thing with my life you know and so uh you know we finally get home and I just think wow I've gotta I've gotta tell everybody about this so uh I I actually wrote on uh wrote about a lot of the situation about the story in hotels on the way back and you know finished it up when I got home and I posted it on Blowout and some other forums, and you know the story blew up, and uh, Beckett picked it up, and uh, they put me and Jose on the cover of the August 2015 Beckett magazine. And uh, even for the national there, they Beckett made some promo cards where my cover made it as a baseball card. So guys, I've got my own baseball card. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm of course like in a little corner with Jose doing the bash. And so Joey Gallo is like the, the main guy front and center, but I will take it, you know, I will absolutely take it. So, um, yeah, super, like, I, I still can't believe it happened. Like it's been five years and, uh, it's so fun to look back and I just, I, I, I truly thank God for, you know, allowing, this whole thing to happen because like so many things had to align uh just right for this to happen and and it did 
And, uh, you know, so my suggestion to you all is if you all are ever trying to do something big, uh, go for it, try it. Um, and I will say this though, I, <laughs> it could have been a game changer for me if Jose were a player that were rude. And, uh, uh, you know, that, that would have been extremely difficult for me. I'm not sure what I would have done, uh, if it didn't work out so well. Cause I, you know, these players, they're humans, you know, they have good days, they have bad days. Some are just jerks. Some are good guys. Jose, like I can't speak to how he was when he was a player. I just can't. Uh, what I can speak to is how he is now. And he was incredible. He was just a fantastic guy. Um, and he treated us so well. And I know some people that are close to him. Like I'm friends with, uh, with a couple of them uh, as well that are they're close friends with him. And they confirm the same thing. Like they see him quite a bit and he's just a good guy, like nice and giving and everything. So, uh, you know, he gets a little crazy with the tweets and everything, but, uh, man, you know, you gotta love that also. Right. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty fantastic. Uh, so that is why I will always defend that man. Uh, whenever somebody says anything bad about him, um, I will tell them, you know, look, I understand that. You know, you may have had a bad experience with him when he was 25 and you're a kid or whatever. I get it. But let me assure you now, he's this type of person. He's a good guy. He has changed. He's nice. He's giving. And that's all I can do. I mean, I can't speak to uh, the steroids. I can't say the steroids were right or good. I can't say that he was a nice guy when he was a player. I can't even say he was a nice guy when he was writing the book or anything like that. I just can't because I don't, I didn't know him back then. Now I do. And what I know of him is to be a good person. And so, uh, as a, as a, as a nice, uh, ending to the story, uh, one thing that was pretty fantastic is I remember months later, uh, it was at night. I get a text and I look over on my phone and it's Jose and Jose texted me just to check in to see how I was doing and how my family was. And guys, like, that meant so much to me. Uh, I've talked to him one other time since then. I don't have, uh, look, let me tell you something. If he wanted to be my best friend, let's, you know, let's have at it, right? But uh, I don't want to be somebody that's, uh, that's attached to any player that I uh, have to uh, do everything I can to get in front of his, uh, in front of his face. Um, so, uh, with that said, that, that text that he sent me and the time that I talked to him after that as well, I am set for life guys. Like, <laughs> you know, that's, it's, it's been a, it's been a wild ride. It's been fantastic. And I couldn't have asked for anything more. And, uh, very, like I said, I'm very thankful to God for letting this happen. I'm very thankful, uh, to my family for coming with me, uh, to be able to share this uh, experience with me. Yeah, I'm thankful for, uh, thankful to Jose, you know, cause, uh, of how nice he was and how good he was to us. I mean, just so, you know, to, to get back on track with what I was saying before, um, you know, I'm not sure that I would necessarily recommend chasing, uh, your favorite player, uh, on one side because it could go wrong. You know, you could have a bad experience, but Speaking from my own experience, how do I not 
recommend at least trying, you know, like I want to hear other people doing this stuff because of how incredible it was for me. And, you know, so if you're listening to this, I want you to have this kind of a magical, magical experience too. Um, I'm so happy that happened to me, but like, (laughs) I want this for everybody. I want this for everybody else that uh, that just loves baseball or really any sport. You know, that's kind of my hope is just, I want people to experience this kind of joy. And, uh, (laughs) that's what it was. That's what it was for me. So, um, I don't know. (laughs) That's all I have. I mean, I could probably talk for hours more about this, but I will end this here because it is ending up on being an hour on the dot. So, uh, thank you all, uh, for all of you who have stuck with me through this long story, uh, and has probably heard the story before several times. Thank you for listening. I appreciate that. And, uh, gosh, (laughs) I hope you all have a fantastic rest of the day.